Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. So when you hear the word of God again, because you know the enemy does prowl around like a boring lion, again, his aim yeah. is to get you as far away from him as possible. He uses different tactics, he uses shame, he uses pride, he uses fear, he uses sin. Hey, wonderful people of the Sound Seed podcast. So we are back again and I'm here, Lisa, with the wonderful... And shower. <laughs> hey, wonderful ladies! Thank you so much for being here with me today. Um, so we are going to jump right into it. Um, today we're going to talk about um how to steward the word of God. Now, stewardship is one of those weird words that is like Christianese, um, that we really don't really know exactly what it means unless we you know, bring out the Greek. Um, And because I left my Greek dictionary at home, I'm just going to give you the simplified um, meaning of stewarding, um, especially in the Christian context. Um, So basically, God is the one who has given stuff to us. um, And it is our responsibility to look after um, and to manage like, a, you know, an office manager or a manager of a football team to have our hands in the affairs of the things and to watch over it really well. So there are various things that we have been given by God. And I just want to throw the the question out there. Um, Can you name some things um, that we've been asked to steward by God? Um, Our relationships. Yup, yup. Our time. You better better say it. (laughs) Steward in 2020. Lol. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's fine. Jesus paid it all, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so we've got um, relationships, time, money, um, resources in general. Um, Those are all major things that we need to steward. And um, one of the things we're going to talk about is stewarding the word um, of God. And um, I think stewarding the word of God can be broken down into three main points. And we're just going to briefly touch over each of them. during the length of this podcast. Um, So the first one is take in the word of God, okay? Number two is let your life be good soil for the word of God. And number three is meditating on the word of God day and night. Um, And I remember during the session, what we actually did was we um, actually looked at different passages in the Bible just to buttress. We love a good buttress in the Christendom, don't we? Um, Just to buttress these points. So point one, um, the word of God. Why do you think it's good that we take in God's word? Is this a thesis? (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not. This is a three marker AQA question. AQA what people as well. Still remember that? Like AQA? No. (laughs) We have bad memories from college days. Let's not. Let's not go into that. Okay. 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 Um, Why is it important that we take in the word of God? Whoa, that's wild, man. Um, I'm going to challenge you. Use Say it in as few words as possible. Okay. Um, 
if you if you spend all this time thinking and you say to me because it is good uh, we're just gonna have to take that is a really good answer that's a really good answer and then you can go in and think what does good mean mm. and why is it good based on the person receiving it because it's not good for everyone mm. it's not good people don't not everyone thinks it's good and there's a reason behind that because of the spirit that makes it good to us yeah so that's a good that's a good answer, wasn't Lisa? <laughs> um, but I was gonna say because it's life. Yeah, yeah. Shower. Mm. See, I was gonna say because it's food, <laughs> but stay with me. <laughs> but it's it's because we need it. We need it to, to to survive. And if we don't yeah. sort of do it as you were saying, we can't we can't survive on it without it. Rather. Yeah. Yeah. So the Bible speaks a lot about the importance of the word of God. Um, and I think it's Psalm 119, which basically regurgitates over and over and over again um, about delighting in the law of the Lord in many phrases. Um, funnily enough, I feel like Psalm 119 is one of those moments where you don't actually know what to write in an essay. So you rewrite the sentence in many ways just to see if you can get <laughs> get all Extra get points. extra points or meet the the word count but that's that's just a joke but it's actually what it says like he just basically goes on and on and on about how he delights about the law of the lord and all that stuff um but the scripture we're going to go to is 2 timothy um chapter 3 verse 16 and it says all scripture is god breathed and is useful for instruction for conviction for correction and for training in righteousness okay so that summarizes the reason why we need the word of God, because um, it is good. We need it in life. It is like Shower said, it is like food. It is like air. Um, and it's really, really, really good for us. Very good for us. So mm-hmm. take in your word, okay? Take in the the raw word, the um, unprocessed word, meaning read your Bible. Don't... Um, rely on secondhand um, words from other people. I mean, they're all good. They're great. Um, but you need to be able to process the raw product like you're eating a, a raw vegetable um, and not just the, you know, the processed version, like, I don't know, carrot puree or um, some kind of carrot derivative in the form of a sweet, a jellied sweet or something like that. And they call it healthy. Oh, no, so let's not do that. So. Read the word of God. Okay. Um, so. Sorry, just to add. Then, okay. Uh, like, <laughs> so there's so many parallels in terms of like, you know, God's word being a seed and planting mm-hmm. in the ground. And obviously it's coming up as a cucumber. Obviously it's not coming up as a cucumber. <laughs> but. It made me think about, you know, like when you read the label of an item, uh-huh. like honey or um, peanut butter, mm-hmm. it lets you know what's mm. in it, right? So imagine reading a a message on Twitter. And if you were able to read the label on that message on Twitter, who would be in it? Like, who would it have passed through, you know? Obviously, we know it's going to say the bible and sometimes it can say inspiration by the holy spirit but sometimes it can also say you know past theologians and then it would say um new people not saying this is a bad thing but we'll say like i don't know peter john and then andrew and then you know kelechi and then deuteronomy and um and what's another nigerian name and then like imagine like reading (laughs) 
reading a message that you see on on on, on the web and had a label of the amount of people it had mm. passed through before it came to you you think to yourself i want to get to the source right yeah like that's the that's the point purpose of the the message it should always lead you back to, to yeah. christ but we get so used to just receiving the message and not going back to the source yeah. um which can i'm not saying you know we shouldn't listen to people but it can it can make us very numb mm-hmm. to when we actually hear the source because we're not used to yeah. to it yeah we'd get bored by the source as well we'd be like oh that doesn't sound like the filtered version do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so i was going to say something really funny there but i'm not going to for the sake of time um so number two let your life be good soil for the word of god and um, so for this we are going to um just have a look at Mark chapter four and verses three to nine. If you haven't read it already, please do pause here. That was really cool. I'm not going to say that was was so good. That was so good. That was actually so good. It sounded like a comedian, you know, um, in the airport. (gasps) That was so cool. Lisa, that was so good. (laughs) Pause here. Um, So, Now that you've read Mark chapter four, verses three to nine, you have an understanding of what we are, you know, talking about. And we're going to go through the scenarios and we're going to really see how it is so important um, that we have the word of God in our life, but equally as important that we have the right heart and the right life to receive this word. Okay. Um, So, The first scenario is um, a word that fell on a hard place. So, for example, these people were in the hearing of the word. And one thing that you see within these three scenarios is the fact that God is faithful. Oh, my days. God is faithful um, to bring his word. Um, And sorry, it's not three. It's four scenarios. Um, God is faithful to bring his word constantly. And... um, The only difference is what we do with it. And the word that falls on a hard place, these people um, could be in the hearing of the word, um, but they do not receive the word. Um, The seed falls on the waysides and the the footpaths and they are well-trodden grounds or paths. Um, And this makes me think, and like we've mentioned in another podcast, um, that they maybe have walked this way before. They probably received this word before. They probably mm. trusted in this word before. Um, but maybe it led to disappointment. Maybe it left them in a place where their expectations weren't met. So they're just like, nah, fam. Been there, done that. Heard it, declared it, wrote it down on a post-it, stuck it on my wall. <laughs> And I didn't quite see what I wanted it wanted to see. So when it comes again, similarly, same word, because the word of God never changes. That's that's what we rely upon. Um, they, it's so quick. They're so quick just to be shut off from it. Um, and you can just see that this word just doesn't even have a, have a chance at, at this point to actually do that which it was sent to do. Do you know what I mean? We all like that. That. Mm-hmm. That scripture that the word of the Lord um, does not is not sent out for it to be returned void. But what if you are a hardened heart? What if you are the person who is becoming a, a seed repellent at this moment in time, a word repellent, um, and you're leaving the word exposed to um, various things to 
you know, come and take it away. Um, mm. what, what do you girls think of that? Mm. I think that's, a, that's such a, um, that's so key because I think when we have looked at the word, I'll speak some, from experience. When I've looked at the word or wanted to receive a word, it was never to be a good steward of it. It was always to put it on a mm. wall of the trophy, you know, and and say, well, did you, did you see what God told about me? Did you see mm. what he was going to do for me? Rather than as Mary, or I think it was, it was Mary, I think. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was Mary when when the, mm. when the angel came to her. What did she mm. do? She pondered on these things in her heart. She didn't put it in her bio. Yeah, blessed and highly favored. She didn't put it on a wall. <laughs> you know, you know, the Messiah was coming through me. Like she didn't, you know, she didn't do that. Obviously, even she if she did, she wouldn't media, have done it. But um, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't mm. the first point of call to hang up the words of God as a trophy rather than just steward them or to mm. ponder on them in our heart. Um, and I think that's that is so important, you know. Like, how well are we watchful and even vigilant about the words that have been spoken to us, you know, or even His Word in general? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So when you hear the Word of God again, because you know the enemy does prowl around like a roaring lion. Again, his aim yeah. is to get you as far away from him as possible. He uses different tactics. He uses shame. He uses pride. He uses fear. He uses sin. Well, they all, they all are. But he uses various forms to get you to stay away from him. So when you realize that, like even after you hear this podcast, there might be something that will happen in your life that try and snatch the word that you have heard. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't think we really understand that. I don't think we know that we should be vigilant. You know, after we go to a conference mm. that we might be tempted on the same thing mm. in the same hour, you know, or when we pray about something, when we have a conversation about something, I don't think we are aware that it's a possibility, you know, that we mm. really be vigilant, you know. I've said you know a you lot, know? but I hope you know. <laughs> I think at this point, then I you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, anything else to add, Shawa? Um... I was just like co-signing what if I was saying in my head. Um, I guess it's it's and maybe maybe more so for people that have been like brought up in Christian households. I think a lot of us have been. So you hear these things. You, most of us we hear the word, and um, but sometimes we don't sort of leave it to fester in us. And um, for 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 God's words actually be like a living word. Like it's a word that can change. It's it's a word that's still alive, and um, not just the word that was written x amount of years ago. Um, so I guess when you read the parable of the saw, the, the first parts of it anyway, um, those are the kind of things that can come chirping out. Like the birds can be whatever it is because we've not let it fester, we've not let it actually, I don't know, I just think about food. I'm, I'm a bit hungry. <laughs> but we've not let it like like romanced and like actually like um, fested and baked properly um, in our lives. Brilliant. So next scenario is the fact that um, shallow roots are just not good enough. Let me say it one more time to the to the person at the back. Shallow roots are not good enough. I'll say it one more time for the person 
at the side. Shallow roots <laughs> are just not good enough. Um, so these people are also in the hearing of the word um, and they receive it with gladness. My goodness, that worship band was sick. They had the, they hit the the high notes and then they had the, I don't know, the symbols. They were doing that on the symbols and you felt the trickle of the the wind down your back. You're like, Holy Spirit, is that you? You received the word of gladness. Um, and, but their roots did not grow deep in God um, or his word. So they do not survive the weathering of life. Oh, my days. How many times have we been here? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, I was reading um, a commentary um, around this and they, they said this and it shook my chest. So hold on to something, okay? Because you might be shocked. So it says... Some Christians have no root in themselves. This one is relying on, you know, their friends. The other one is relying on their pastor um, or in enthusiastic surroundings. You're relying on your parents, your pastor, your friends, and your enthusiastic surroundings. There is no mention of God himself. You have no root in yourself in the word of God. Your root is dependent on somebody else. Um, and that's how um, we see certain things happen with like quote unquote fam famous Christians. And it shakes us because like, oh, goodness, my faith was, you know, my faith was anchored in, you know, their faith and their ability to, to give a good word kind of thing um, and their ability to trust in God and stay um, with God. Do you know what I mean? And when they're shaken, we feel like, whoa, what are we believing in kind of thing? Am I believing the right thing? Like, am I going to fall as well? Nah, nah, nah. Um, and another one um, that was said is that, um, yeah, yeah. So this is not even Satan snatching the word. Sometimes we're just like, we bind you, Satan. Da, da, da. Satan is Satan. No, it's you. Sometimes it's actually just you. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's actually just you. You have one job one job steward the word have faith and belief systems in yourself on your own allow your roots to grow deep in god like actually have a relationship with god have a relationship with um the bible be able to read it and know it for yourself do you know what i mean so that you can stand firm for you to actually understand what it means to yeah. have the full armor of God um, and not have your armor dependent upon um, something um, external to God. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. Like, I don't think we like to talk about it because I think every time we're just like, oh, community, community. Mm. But I'm trying to tell you, commitment, discipline. Mm is mm. what allows our roots to go deep, you know? Responsibility allows our roots to go deep. And sometimes we want to jump from grass to grass, thinking that that's where we're going to mm. find God, mm. you know, or that's where we're going to find happiness. But actually, would you steward where he's placed you? And would you tend to the things that he's given you to do? And in doing so, though it can seem mundane and monotonous and not spectacular, those are the moments where your roots are going mm. deep, you know, and your grass is getting greener. <laughs> um, but as you said, sometimes we think that 
our roots can go deep because of the person that we're attached to. Well, it is because of a person. It's because of Jesus Christ. But we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're banking on mm-hmm. the wrong person. We're banking on, as you said, our parents, our pastors. Pastors? Pastor. We need pastors. Pastor, but then it sounds like spaghetti <laughs> that. <laughs> pastor. A, pa- a pastor. A pastor. But I'm not American. <laughs> anyway, um, we're banking on other people to ensure that our roots go deep when actually we should be resting on the cornerstone. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You know again. It's but, um, I, I, yeah. I think also um, there's this thing that I, well, I think I tagged it. I don't think I, I made it up, but it's the idea of like chasing spiritual highs. Like, you know, when you go on a retreat mm-hmm. and then you come back and you're like, you've received the word of joy. It's it's just burning. You just feel like you're just walking and skipping down the street and stuff because you just, this is something there. Um, and they always say a retreat, like it's not, it's not what you learn here. That's what's going to sustain you. Make sure you go back and read and actually um, uh, meditate on the word and, and steward the word basically of, 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 as we've been speaking about. Um, but we can literally mm-hmm. just be chasing that sort of highs every two weeks every four weeks i'll just wait till um the next retreat the next kind of worship night the next kind of um even sunday service the next kind of fellowship and then away from that like there is no route so when times get difficult when when trouble actually comes where you need to know your word you can only say (laughs) you can only like just say things or buzzword that you've heard but that's not what's always going to sustain you um because you re- were never really planted in. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Thank you for sharing that. Um, scenario number three, um, good seed and bad seed cannot coexist. So these people are also in the hearing of the word and they receive it. These are people that may have been in the seed, uh, in the faith for a while who may have walked with the Lord, but they struggle to believe um, in his word. Um, It says in the passage that um, all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life. Um, The law of wealth and the desire for other things. um, So no fruit is produced. My goodness, like how, how well do we know this? How well do we know this? Like, it sometimes feels as if like at the moment in time you're holding on to, I don't know, a word um, from the Lord. Um, you're reading about how God is your ever present help in times of need. Then you're surrounded by circumstance. You're just like, God, where are you? Why have thou forsaken me, Lord? Kind of thing. Um, and it just feels like circumstance um, is trying to overwhelm the word that you're holding on to um and it's just really really easy to bow down um to what you feel um and what you see um rather than um what what the truth of God's word is in that moment um it's sort of like um, imagining yourself um do you know like I don't know if it's wine or beer like beer um barrels do you yeah so imagine if you were yeah, yeah. Imagine if you were in the middle of an ocean and you were just in a beer barrel and you're floating around and um, the storm is outside and you're just being like knocked around. And in those instances, you're just like, 
God, you are my ever-present help in times of need. You best believe holding on to the word of God does not mean that it's the absence of circumstance. Like you will still be in the beer barrel, um, but it's the assurance to know that the beer barrel will not be the end of you in the middle of the ocean. It will not be the thing that finishes you off. Um, But the fact that you have a savior who is your ever-present help in times of need. So um, I can't imagine that the beer barrel analogy is a reality to someone right now, um, but it will just be a very metaphorical situation that you're in that um, your storm your storm situation. If you are in a beer barrel right now listening, um, then your signal is great. Please listening. type oh in the goodness. comments like... who your network is. <laughs> because even in town, some of us do not have signal. Not. Even in our own houses. <laughs> even in our own houses, not even cities, Bam. your even own house city, where the router is there. <laughs> but um, these are metaphorical house. situations it's that hilarious. wherever you are right now, like even though you feel the, the strong winds of life, Christians go through ish too. Um, God is with you in that, that his word is still true about you, um, that he is going to keep you. He is with you and he is for you and he hasn't forgotten about you. Um, and his word is true. He is He is your ever-present help in times of need. So keep holding on to that really and truly. Um, he will see you through. He definitely will. Keep holding on to that. Um, go on, ladies. Full stop. Babe, that's a full stop. <laughs> if he, yeah, he will see you through. That's it, bro. It's not me. But yeah, that's, that's a really good encouragement. Okay, moving on um, swiftly. Swiftly moving on or moving swiftly on, whichever. Um, so did somebody say multiplication? Um, whilst I was saying this, you know, the Just Eat advert. Did somebody say Just Eat? Like, did somebody say multiplication um so in the fourth scenario it says that um these people are in the hearing of the word and they receive it and their roots grow deep in good soil my goodness the difference between scenario and three um the similarities i should say between um scenario three and four is the fact that the soil is good if the soil was not good, then the good seed and the bad seed would not have been able to sprout up. The only difference is the bad seed chokes out the good seed. In scenario four, there is no bad seed in sight. The good seed is able to grow and flourish within the good soil. Um, and that does not mean that these people do not go through things of life. They face opposition. They face persecution. But the word of God is their anchor. It is their lifeline. And doing this produces something. I'm not talking about the one time you're going through stuff or um, you're facing stuff. You just write that one verse and you stick it on your wall and you forget about it. No, don't do that. That is a rookie mistake. Rookie mistake number one, writing the word down once does not mean it's gone into your head. Okay. You need to meditate upon it day and night. It needs to be the very thing that you um you chew upon um this is a very f- funny but disgusting um story of mine but when i was little i thought it was really cool um that you could chew food and then bring it back up again and then chew it again um i mustn't have been don't judge me hmm? i'm judging you i'm sorry no but i've come to a conclusion about yeah i'm i've really come to a conclusion what? about that i thought it was cool life, Lisa. i thought um, it was cool 
I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool that we had muscles that would bring food up. That's not the point of this analogy, but it's the fact that we're supposed to do the same thing again. The word is supposed to go down. Hey, see, maybe God was training me for this talk, right? Maybe all of that experience was just for this moment right now, okay? Um, But we have the ability to put the word in and bring it out. And obviously, God in himself helps us to do this um, through the Holy Spirit. If we feed ourselves with the word, the Holy Spirit will bring it out um, in the right time, and the right season for us to re- regurgitate it constantly, chew over it constantly. Yeah. Um, and that is what meditating on the word of God is. Um, if you know that you're struggling with something specifically or facing something specifically, you need to go to the word and you need to sit there and say, Father, this is what your word says. And don't just leave it as Father, this is what your word says. It needs to be rolling off your tongue in Jesus name um, any final remarks ladies don't be like Lisa and choose you better say it <laughs> I was gonna I was, I was gonna say the only thing that you should chew and regurgitate and chew again is the word of God hallelujah he has given us everything we need in abundance you don't need to save the food that way thank you um, thank you Ifa. but yeah that's, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you, Chew, and thank you um, for your 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 contribution. No shots were fired, and if they were intended to be fired, <laughs> I didn't receive them. No, not at all. I didn't receive them. She's underneath. Do you know what I did? Bag. I chose not to She's put the bad the seed in my good soil. Shower. Any last remarks? Um, mine is the first comment. <laughs> I guess the last remark would be um, like the word of God is really there for us to to, yeah. to meditate on. It's there um, for us to actually like it's there. It's there for us to read. It's our food. We can't yeah. do anything without it. Um, yeah. Yeah. wonderful amen thank you so much for listening um ladies and yeah i hope you got something from this chew on the word because the word is good amen amen <laughs> bye so this has been the sound seed thank you so much for listening and remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community see you on the next episode <laughs>